the closet door pops open all the time. And I've now shut it and piled stuff in front of it to keep it closed because I get very bad feeling from the closet. And that's that's the corner where I see a big sort of black shadowy blob. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. I'm always tired. Always. Sorry. Ugh, Are you going to get that tattooed on your eyes, just like Post Malone? Or should I say, this spooky season, Ghost Malone? I would never get my face tattooed. I think that's really tacky and gross. Wait, don't you? You have tattoos on your face. <laughs> Oops. Tacky and gross, reporting for duty. I don't I hate to be the one to break it to you but you have tattoos around your eyes and on your lip Uh uh-huh I have (laughs) my eyebrows tattooed on which is socially acceptable you're not gross if you do that but if you do other things you are it's weird out there man it's weird Um, out there should we get started sure oh let me put this freaking let me put this phone on fucking quiet. <laughs> um, listen, this is uh, our first episode back after summer break. I know. Hey, guess what I was thinking? Mm-hmm. So we don't like talk for 20 minutes and then remember to introduce ourselves and the show. Should we mm-hmm. do that at the top? Oh, we can try. Okay. Ah, should I gargle with some salt mm. water? The rain in Spain falls mainly on the pen. Mame mimo Hi, I'm Emily. I'm Joy. And this is the, the residuals. residuals. Hi, and Hi. welcome back. Or just welcome if you yes. just stumbled across us. Either of those things. And if so, what took you so long but just welcome hi i know we've been doing this a minute now this is season five shut the fuck off i have to go (laughs) no don't don't do that just ages me so much (sighs) i mean i know nobody like believes that i'm gonna be 35 this year but still 35 you're right 35 we're both i am a lie factory this morning yeah it's cool i really cool. am maybe you know maybe you need more coffee or a nap or just both uh, could be or some methamphetamine who the fuck knows Joy? Uh, I feel mm. like that that hangover would probably be really fucking horrible you know you're right i was actually talking with someone yesterday about quitting smoking very similar to meth i what well, Exactly. I quit smoking because I was getting hangovers the next day. I felt like dog shit. I 
I when I was stressed out so I was doing a show that was fucking insanely long hours and regularly I, it was a show a I'd television done. show a television right sorry show tell, for was, anyone who doesn't know yeah sorry I was I was working on a television show on location and it was a show I'd done a few seasons of and I think this was maybe my final season working on it before I shifted into a different area of production um and I never learned my lesson because always by the end of week two uh people in, in my department especially uh would always uh, start to have a nervous breakdown because oh we would work six days a week but our hours were basically we got up at five and then we didn't uh we didn't finish on set until around one or two in the morning and then we had to go back and do paperwork and so oh. we were surviving on maybe two or three hours of sleep a night if lucky for six days straight and so by the Sunday it was I need to do laundry, but I also need to have uh, a nervous breakdown. How do I, how do I slot the two around each other? And so at the time I was chain smoking and I'd gone up to about a pack a day. It got to the point that I was having a physical hangover sensation. I was feeling sick the next day and had a, and had a headache. You mean withdrawal? Oh God, is that what it is? Oh my god! I, I was, think you mean withdrawal. I was dope sick for nicotine. Well, it's a drug, and you keep doing it because you need to feel better because you're missing the drug. So then, when you don't have the drug for a while, you have withdrawal from the drug. Joy, I that never even crossed my mind. Oh, well, here I am Thank to you. introduce you to withdraw bullshit joy now yeah. i've talked about absolutely fucking nothing i know we were going to talk about what we've been doing over the summer but like what have we even been doing oh well i i also did take time for my mental health because as you did you listen to last last season's episode you will know that i didn't have a very easy time of it and after we finished recording i guess last year I uh, had a nervous breakdown. I quit my job and I, uh, with the overwhelming support of my family, uh, went into a um, an IOP program, which is intensive um, outpatient program for mental health uh, for what I was uh, diagnosed with as complex uh, post-traumatic uh, syndrome uh or whatever P uh, cptsd and i finally started to unpack decades of horrific shit that somehow all merged into one with a a, a, a near-death experience who knew i didn't know what cptsd and i also didn't know i thought cptsd was like just one very traumatic thing that it was so complex um but that's not it. It turns out that CPTSD is actually when you have other traumatic experiences that you've had uh, that you've not dealt with and they all somehow merge together. And um, yeah, so I finally got help for that and it has been a game changer. And I, I strongly encourage anyone listening who is struggling to reach out to get help to not feel ashamed 
like we do with our show like we started our show to try and erase the stigma that uh, that comes with having experiences and because some of the the things that people have experienced are traumatizing and they don't want to talk about it and then that compounds the trauma for them right yeah yeah and so it's to talk to somebody and that I don't ask for help because I think that I I can, I got this shit. I can handle it. I mean, I'll talk about it, but it's like, but you also don't want to bother people. You're like, no. Oh, I don't want to be a pain. I just want to help people. I don't want other people to have to help me. Well, it's like, you know, when I almost died, it's because I was in atrial fibrillation for three days uh, while heavily pregnant. And I didn't want to bother anybody by saying, I think I'm in, I think I'm in atrial fibrillation. Yeah. No, yeah. And, you know, whatever, but you know, reach out, I'm going to put, um, I've needed to do this for a while. We have a link tree link at, at the top of our Instagram uh, profile, which is the underscore residuals underscore podcast on Instagram. And it's the same actually on our TikTok and I'll put a link tree in there, but I um, will have, by the time this airs, resources for mental health to reach out. Um, mm. But yeah, please, uh, if you're struggling, just ask for help because um the best thing you can do not just for yourself but for your future so that you don't have to have a mental breakdown and yeah um, people don't want you to feel bad your friends no. your family like they don't want you to go through that they want you to say I need help because I'm feeling badly I also discovered something called masking I know masking is something that's really common in the neurodivergence community you know uh pretending that like masking so that you can mirror other people's um uh how their their approach their you know your conversations with them if you're mm. unsure how to read a situation i didn't know that that in, in when you're struggling with your mental health you mask in that so with me it was i'd put on my mum mask so i would immediately have to get my shit together so that my my kid couldn't see my big kid growing you know bigger kid didn't see that I was struggling right um and so I could just be present mom and that that's not healthy and then that just makes it worse or the people around oh. you so like with my husband masking I'm okay everything's all right my friends I'm okay everything's all right but then it's just it makes it worse um hence huh. uh quitting my job and having a nervous breakdown so that that happened but I'm healing you were you were here for me you were one of the few people that I was kind of honest about things happening and then of course I talked about it on our show mm -hmm. but I wasn't completely honest in how fucking bad it was yeah like you would tell me when it had gotten to the point of like I am going to go to a hospital. Yeah. There was a lot of like, I'm okay. Like you'd tell me that you were stressed out or like specific events that happened. And of course I'm like the first person to be like, that's fucking bullshit. That shouldn't have happened. You know, like I'm always that yeah. person. Well, it's like, I've, I've talked for ages. Like listen, dear listeners, I call joy when I am a spiraling because <laughs> joy <true>. talks <laughs> me down because joy is, as you may have noticed in our show, the, the pragmatic one, the reasonable one, which also is something that then 
if you are that person to your friends, then you also then not not want to put words in your mouth, but then also you then don't want to share sometimes what's happening with you because no, I as soon as I share something that is quote unquote wrong. I immediately feel guilty uh-huh. for bothering somebody. Uh-huh. Um, I then feel weak uh-huh. and I shouldn't have done that because I can uh-huh. handle it myself and I don't fucking need anybody. So Shut fuck up. you. Bullshit. Um, and I will be like, but it doesn't matter. Like, how can I help you? And then I need to go like clean a house or build a tattoo shop or something else to show that <laughs> I've been productive in my life. <laughs> So that whole thing you said about masking, I'm feeling a little singed from right now. Oh, is that what you fit? Sorry, Johnny, but it's... If anyone doesn't know that the meme, the painting of the women and the one is, are you okay? And the other one has the sword through her throat and she's saying, I'm fine. That's me. Yes, that is joy. <laughs> that is like the definition of, I'm fine. Yeah. My neck is breaking. My spinal cord is literally necrosing. I'm at work tattooing people. I'm fine. No, and she's not. That's not just. uh, That is a true story from my past. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. I try not to do that anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm not as bad as I used to be. Um, but it's still definitely like my core personality of like, I'm here for everybody else. If somebody needs something, I will help. Yeah, I will give you all the advice that I have on the topic. How can I do something to help um, and tell you a story about something similar to happen to me, which some people are like, oh, that's centering yourself. I'm always like, fuck you. This is me commiserating and showing you you're not the only one. So which also you and I have both discovered is actually something that people with ADHD, especially women do. And it is a way for us to show that we do understand where you're coming from Mm -hmm. and it's a way of our way of helping and I have learned now that I if someone comes to me with something I have learned to say do you want advice or do you want someone to listen because otherwise I will give unsolicited, let me help you, let me fix everything Mm -hmm, advice. mm -hmm, This is mm -hmm. what happened to me. This is how I dealt with it. Right. Because otherwise that negates what that person is going through. And what I'm doing is I think I'm helping and I'm helping them find a solution. Mm -hmm. But what in fact I'm doing is I'm then negating what they're talking about and I'm then they shut down. Um, I think I, I have more of a conversational way where like, they will tell me something. I will tell them something similar with me. I will give them some advice. They'll tell me some more. I'll ask them a question about what's going on with their case. Because a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about would be like in the mental health arena of, oh, this thing happened to me and this is how I feel. I'm like, oh, I felt like that similarly because of X, Y, and Z. And here are the things that have helped me. And it's, it's not just a like, I'm letting you know you aren't the only one. It's also here is my resume on why I can speak to these things and why you should trust my advice. Like, I feel like I always need to be like, unfurl the scroll next to me of like, I'm qualified to speak on this because of, (laughs) and especially like autoimmune stuff people will bring up and you can't see if someone feels bad. So no one's going to look at me 
at, you know, like school pickup or whatever and be yeah. like, oh, Joy must be in pain all of the time, no matter what, because it's true, but you can't tell. <laughs> because you're masking, you dumb shit. Sorry. Because the weakest one in the pack gets eaten. That's why. <gasps> like, listen. Oh, self-preservation, Joy. The times that I've walked home alone in areas where I was like, Oh, it's a little probably not great for me to be by myself right now at this time of night. It was like just make sure that you don't look like you're in pain and you right. just that you might want to limp because your leg hurts, but you better not right now because you'll look weak and someone will take advantage of you. It's that I'm not the only one. I think that's how we start our path and journey. And that also goes back to you and I wanting to share back with somebody when they share these things with us that are so hard to share and say out loud for the first time and ask for help it's like it's that desire to acknowledge their pain but also acknowledge you're not alone because right also let me just wrap this up in a nice circular bow do it um when you tell someone a ghost story <laughs> and the person tells you one of theirs back. Yeah. No one goes, what a fucking self-centered bitch. Right. No one. <laughs> we get excited. I still it's remember like, the first yes, time we talked trade. about it. Yeah. You trade them. And it is the same format for like everything in my life. You have told me something. Now I will tell you something similar. Right. You're, I'm telling you something. Now I want you to do the same thing. I want to know that I'm not alone. I want to find my people, find my community, find the people that'll go. Yes, I know exactly how you fucking feel. Do you want more coffee so we can talk about this all night? Exactly. And then like, as soon as the other person was like, yeah, I'm going to dip my toe in too. Let's check out this temperature to go for like oh you had a ghost story let me tell you i i see your ghost story and i raise you this right. one with maybe me being a little psychic how do you feel and, about that right and so then we were those people <laughs> um shit maybe we should get into actually talking Listen, about that's what stuff. i was trying to do i was like let me wrap this up in a neat little bow a circular bow back to ghost stories because we have scare mail if you're new, scare mail is what we call listeners' experiences that they email into us. Mm -hmm. However, adding on Not to that just scare email. mail, no, 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 we now have a hotline number that people mm -hmm. can call and leave mini messages. Sometimes some of y'all have some fucking bonkers ones and then so you'll scary. sign off at the end and you'll be like I have more or this other thing happened but that's for another time and we're like what I know the fuckers and so we will have you on for an interview so that we can hear more about it and yeah we can, because a yeah. tiny little paragraph of an email is not enough exactly so if you have a story that you would like to share with us please uh God, for the love of God, please don't DM us uh, on no, our social don't. media. I don't, I don't look at Instagram. I don't even have TikTok. Emily does all that. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and, her. and not very well. Although I am very proud of some of the videos that I did, especially some of my Your videos Creek ones. are fantastic. I'm doing, I'm like. You're very talented. Thank you. Could You're you welcome. tell I used to do that for a living? So if you would like to send your stories to us to share them. Please, for the love of God, do because we love it. Yes. Uh, our email address is the 
residuals podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. And if you do want to check us out on the social medias, please do. Just don't message us through those. But our Instagram and TikTok accounts are the underscore residuals underscore podcast. And check it out. Follow us. Share with your mates. And also while you're at it and you're on your your your, your space pocket phone and your computer, please go rate and review us on your streaming platform of choice. The more reviews and the more ratings we get means that we'll maybe get uh get in the recommended things for other people who like to listen to scary stuff because I have actually met someone who didn't know me. Uh, well, they met me. They didn't know I had a show. And we started talking kind of about spooky stuff. I told them I had a show, told them the name of it. And they were like, holy fuck, you're that Emily. I thought you might be, but (laughs) I found your show because it was in the recommended. And I about shit my pants. Oh my God, you found us organically. So if you do that for us, I would appreciate it. And if Mm -hmm. I meet you, I'll give you a high five and maybe an uncomfortably long hug. Yeah. Also, I would like to add... If you don't feel like writing, if that just takes too much time, yeah. if you don't want to talk to text, a little message messagey, mm-hmm. uh, you can call us <gasps> on our hotline. Okay. Leave us a message. The voicemail max is out at three minutes. So keep it short or be prepared to do multiple voicemails. Either way is fine. I just don't want you to like not be keeping an eye on the clock and then like in the middle of a thing, be like, oh, fuck, and have to call back. Or yeah, or if you have a few things, just do bullet points. I had this, I had this, whatever. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not your mom. Do whatever the fuck you want, but call us. You don't have to even tell us a story. You could just call and say hi and say that you love us because um, we don't get paid and um, it's nice to get paid in compliments. So yes, exactly. Um, The number is Uh 323-538- Two six six six. See what we did there. All right. Two six six six. Oh God, there, I love that's it. better. That's, that's better. much better. Okay. And here's the thing: if you have some crazy bunkers bullshit that you leave for us on there with your paranormal stories, we do have the ability to reach back out to you. So you don't have to leave your phone number. We will reach out back to you, and uh, and ask you to please, for the love of God, come on and talk to us. That's right. So, yeah. All right, Joy. That is right. Okay. Oh my God, should we finally get started? So we're now two and a half hours into uh, our episode back. Um, I'm very good at exaggerating unnecessarily, but you know, whatever. We all have our strengths. We all have our strengths. Um, so we are going to, I'm first going to read an email from our listener, Sarah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Sarah wrote us over the summer. Hi, Emily and Joy. I was recently introduced to your podcast by a former guest of yours, Amber Young. I love that you just get to the part of an interview that we all want to hear about the nitty gritty ghost stories, unless it's a scare mail. And then we take our sweet time. (laughs) Sorry. I'm listening to your March 8th episode and have a glitch story for you guys. (gasps) Among other stories, hauntings, weird supernatural phenomena. But I wanted to say I was taught something different about what you are calling, quote, 
glitches. Please tell us. So I would be super interested to compare notes. Yes, please. Yes, Sarah. Um, also, I run a podcast called The Side Woo. <gasps> mm, that is primarily artists and other creative people talking about different spiritual or mental health obstacles they have had and how they have dealt with them, including lots of metaphysical stuff. I would love to have you both on as guests if you're interested. Yes, please. Sign us up. Finally, I organize a seance group <gasps> and my friend Rachel Dawson, who is in it, would be amazing on your show too. Uh... I think she might be reaching out. Just wanted to put that out there. Thank you. Cheers, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Okay. First of all, <laughs> first of all, I have listened to that show and it I love it. Second of all, you'll never guess who my scare mail is from. If you find yourself listening to our show and thinking, oh, I have a story that I should send in, then go to our website, theresidualspodcast.com and send us a message. We love bringing you all things paranormal, but we would like to do more. And this is where you come in. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast. After that, leave us a glowing review, give us a five-star rating, and share us on your social media. We are so grateful for your support. Now, back to the show. All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're scare mailing. We're, we're doing it. Um, right. It's your turn next. Hooray. So... As I said before our break, you'll never guess who I have an email from. Dear Emily and Joy, I have recently found your show and I am obsessed. God, those are the things I like to hear. My dear friend, Sarah Tebow, who oh, we just heard right runs You like that? Who runs the mm -hmm. Side Woo podcast and is in a seance group with me, Joy Sidebar, I need to be in that group. I need to go to that group. Are we you need sure? to do it. Ah, uh, yes. Aren't you afraid of those things? As long as there's not maybe a spirit board in it. I don't know. I don't know. But they did that's the same. Oh, I want to go with you just to see how you feel. I know, right? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Oh. Anyway. anyway, seance group. Yes. Seance group. Um Introduce me to your podcast. You guys are now my favorite. Oh, God, yes. I love you. These things make me like, these feel uh, as as Vicky in the early seasons of the Real Housewives of Orange County would say, this fills my love tank joy. Um, you guys are now my favorite. It's kind of weird that we share so many similarities and interests. I told Sarah we might be soul sisters. <gasps> right? Seriously, though, check this shit out. I'm half British. Parents are from London. You're my age. I'm in California, live in Oakland, but from the LA area. I'm an artist, have young children, watch all the same shows you do, love normal gossip, shout out, love normal gossip. Oh my God, normal gossip. I love you so much. And am a complete paranormal nerd. I've been cackling in my studio and while I sit in traffic across the Bay Bridge listening to your episodes. 
don't know where you've been all my life. Joy, this makes me want to cry and I'm getting goosebumps because I just, I feel, I I feel seen right now. I have too many stories. However, I'm not sure how to not make this crazy long. Honestly, we should probably just talk, but here's a brief list. Yes, because then we can ghost trauma bond and puke our stories at each other. I loved one. Okay, so she sent us quite a few. And here's the thing, Joy, I think that we should talk to her uh, on our show in, mm-hmm. like, with her actually talking to us. So I've, I've just, I'm going to read a few of the ones she sent us because... Okay. Wet the palette. I, uh, yes, to wet, wet the palette. So we can do the other ones because just seriously, we do need to talk to her. Okay, here's okay. one. Okay. I lived in a house for a few years in high school that had some weird shit going on flies galore on the inside of windows and corners of the living room oh no 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 a trio of ghostly like apparitions sitting on my bed i felt (gasps) the bed actually compress no thank you three of them no thank you how did they fit on the bed no thank you Looking in, looking in the mirror in my bathroom and calling to my mum, who I saw in the reflection in the hallway, but it wasn't her. She was in her bedroom on the other side of the house. I'm hiding. No. I'm hiding. I'm hiding. Right? Dude, that's enough for one email. But no, Joy, there's more. Oh, my God. <laughs> The next one is my sister who immigrated from England at the age of 10 is Claire Audient. Oh, that's very distracting. That is very. Could you imagine? I couldn't do that. I mean, I'm distractible anyway, but hearing I've people chatting to me. I've had a few incidents with that and it is so distracting, especially when you're a little kid and you don't know like what the fuck is going on. Right. I mean, I had it a little bit, but that was when we talk about it. If you go back to season one, you'll hear me talk about the person that kind of followed me uh for a few apartments for a while who would just say emily or emily wake up uh and that was great uh, until i had our house cleansed finally anyway um but i couldn't do that all the time with other people getting back to her email uh my my sister is clairaudient and has many interesting stories of hearing things however one time when we were camping together in Big Sur on the property of the old Big Sur schoolhouse, which is now a private residence, we both heard children laughing and talking at 10 p.m. With no neighbors or other people around. Oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, when I, oh, wait. There's more. Yes. There's more. There's, There's two more, more that I'm going to read because I'm oh leaving the other ones, but I like just don't know. This is. Why are you clutching your non existent I'm clutching pearls? my pearls. Just happening? because. Just these are just a soup con. Uh, they are a little voluble. What does that mean? A tiny bit, a little taste. Okay. Thanks. They are a voluvant. These these are an, a, a little tiny pastry that you would have <laughs> passed around in the cocktail hour before the main meal. Uh-huh. And if, if this is what we, we're getting now, Rachel, I am beyond excited for what oh you're going to tell us when we... Anyway, getting back to her fucking email. Okay, okay. <sighs> it's our favorite guy. If you follow us on social media, you'll know him as Gareth, his real name. <laughs> Man in hat. When I dragged my sister and mother to go on a kind of ghost slash 
psychic field trip to Pluckley Kent, which is like one of the more haunted villages in the UK. It's like one of the top ones next to York. Um, we stayed at this really old farm with Rachel, you were just fucking asking for, for it, staying at an old farm. I feel like you went down the checklist. You were like haunted village, check. Farmhouse, check. Let's keep going. Anyway, uh, my sister woke up early in the morning and saw a man in a hat standing in the doorway. She said he looked to be from the 18th century. Of course. Emily, are you from Pluckley? You mentioned something about the Black Monk and a bridge, <gasps> and it sounds very familiar to some of the stories from around here. Oh, I'm going to wait till the end of this email to answer your question on that one. So the last story that I'm going to read is I have a very small collection of ghost photos I have taken over the years. Fucking oh. bonkers. I think oh. my best one might be the one I took of an old building in Colonial Williamsburg. Mm. I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher and I was there on a school trip. I had immensely an immensely weird vibe while standing in front of the place and took a photo of the exterior. No one is actually in the building and it's closed. However, if you look at the second story window, second from right, you will see something. Apparently some young, oh, this breaks my heart. Apparently some young Native American children who'd been taken from their families and boarded <sighs> there to be educated died of various illnesses see attached <sighs> the photo and look closely at the window you will need to zoom in <laughs> dude that joy that just oh man it makes me angry and it breaks yeah i was gonna say like just the sadness and the rage and like we we have recently discussed privately the um obliteration of cultures in the name of exploration and i am incapable of properly expressing my ire over it right here i am <laughs> okay it finishes i better stop there oh my god please feel free to get in touch yes too late doing it i would love to have a conversation with you both uh the feeling is very mutual great you're stuck being our new best friend deal with it thank you for creating your podcast and please don't stop putting out episodes Aww. don't worry God, we will not warmly rachel so she attached some photos for us uh, uh actually two photos and one of them is a video so we're gonna put them on our social media okay hang on i want to look right now i want to look at the the schoolhouse oh dear sweet jesus oh my god i don't know but i'm i'm seeing something in the window above the door dear listeners take a look have a zoom yes let us yes. know what you think yes oh my goodness okay so dear rachel i'm i'm gonna answer this now because i'll forget in our other one and also i just want to listen to your shit and not interrupt in our other one your question, no, I'm not from Pluckley, Kent. I, I did live in Kent. I lived in a little village called Tatsfield in Kent. And so Tatsfield, um, you know, and I've said to you, Joy, that there is just something there. It's a very old, it's a really old, like I've said, it the Canterbury Tales goes through it. And so there are areas of woodland that nothing has ever inhabited they have been there and had people things whatever in them since way back when and you know people worshipped things back then that were not 
you know, the sky daddy that there's a book written about. And so uh, I, I, I've done some looking up. So we have something in the, in, in the UK called um, the, the doomsday book. And it's like the earliest written history of the UK. Mm -hmm. The earliest thing that's written about it is that it is in 1086 uh because it was from the the bishop of, of bayo which is also then connected to the the bayo tapestry right which uh which is this amazing if you if you don't know about it go look at it it's this incredibly long tapestry that's embroidered basically it's a it's an embroidered version of of hieroglyphics or or cave etchings it is a historical record of things and it's from the time of William the Conqueror and we have a, a church built out of flint in the village which is where people see the the black monk standing outside on the road there and it's from back then so in looking it up what I did find is that uh, uh the village actually goes back further than 1086 there is a Roman road that was found going through the village that dates to 100 AD. Oh, my God. So it is old. Old. Oh. So I'm in the process. I'm actually reaching out to my dad this week to see if he can, because my dad is like all into the history buff stuff. So I'm reaching out to him to see if he can put me in touch with someone who has a knowledge of the village folklore and any other weird shit that's happened. So um, this is, so this is what I found. So there was actually a really, really horrific plane crash that happened um, in the village. And at the time, it was actually the worst crash in, in the history of the UK. It was our worst crash. It was in... Uh, 1935 it was a commercial flight it was the 10th of December it was a commercial flight and it killed all 11 on board and it happened um right uh yeah so that happened in the village so here's the fucking crazy thing uh we had a there is a, a royal air force base um, in a town called Biggin Hill, which is the next town over from us. And it's now, it's not an, a Royal Air Force base anymore. It's a, it's a private um, airport. Um, but in the Second World War, during the Blitz, it was the, uh, it was, it was the main base for all of the, the jets, or not jets, what am I talking about? It was the 30s. For all of the planes, uh, RAF, that were keeping South London safe uh, and getting rid of the Luftwaffe. So here's here's the shit, Joy. August 1939, four years, well, four, almost four years after the, uh, the, the, the plane went down, um, in the space of less than an hour, two fighter planes crashed in my village on the hillside uh within an hour less than an hour of each other Whoa. less than an hour so during uh 
they they were doing they they'd taken off they were doing an, an air defense they were doing uh taking part of in their squadron sorry okay it was the number 32 squadron mm-hmm. uh and they were taking part in the annual home defense air exercise and they were being deployed as a basically a, a night flying squadron so just before midnight on the 10th of august uh 1939 flying officer arthur robin buchanan wollaston crashed his plane into the hillside and was killed immediately oh god so then on a reconnaissance mission to find the crash site just after midnight they sent out officer harold stewart olding Mm-hmm. to find the crash site for recovery purposes he crashed less than a <gasps> hundred meters from the other crash site that's insane and each pilot was the sole occupant of it and it's not like it was like two separate flights that didn't know about one another like just happened to hit like the same patch of fog or something fucking weird like the second guy knew to be extra careful oh my god that's weird oh sad i know so my village in a nutshell joy they found a number of ancient routes across the parish uh the best studied one is the london to lose way west of the village center but still in the village obviously it was constructed in about 100 a.d and that's like bunkers bunker pants we've got that we've got it being uh in the doomsday book 1086 and we've got pretty intense plane crashes and a black monk outside the church. So we got some shit there. You know where I want to go? Where? Hadrian's Wall. Oh my God. I, because I have always been really cool and very up on current events and interested in um, social happenings in my time. When I was in high school, I used to go to the local museum for lectures on archaeology. <laughs> I was like 16, 17, but like not like nerdy looking, you know, not like that like typical like I have glasses and I'm very like covered up. And I was like bright red hair and like baby barrettes in my hair and, you know probably had like a whole bunch of different nail polishes or whatever you were you were my you were my pixie delia's catalog dream girl carry on i'll have to post some pictures of me at that era but like yeah like bright red lipstick like bright red hair whatever and i would go to these lectures at i think it was like the greenwich museum and bill moyer was one of the guest speakers who I think at the time might have been in his 70s already. Oh, wow. Aside from me, I think the youngest person there was like 65. Oh, my God. So they were like, are you here because you were doing a report on something? And I was like, no, I had my mom drop me off because I'm a giant dork. Oh, my God. Um, no, you're I remember, not. Yeah. 
very, very specifically going to one of these things on Hadrian's Wall. And I found it fascinating. So anytime since then that I've heard about it, I'm like, oh, I remember sitting right? in that like lecture hall, like learning about this. And I would really, really love to go there. That's so that's cool. That's cool. I would, I, you know what? I would really love to do that. Also, I would love I- if we could plan like a double family trip to the UK and, and be able to do all this stuff together. I mean, side note, you know, obviously I haven't been home in 12 years, so I'd like to go. So yeah. Well, listen, we have, we have one more scare mail, but it's a scare voice mail. We have a listener to listen to. (gasps) So exciting. You have one unheard message. Hello, this is Megan Casey. I have a spooky story to share about my house. Okay, so I live in Park La Brea, and it was built in 1944, and I'm in an old garden apartment. Um, and I'm sure lots of people have lived here before me. Uh, I've always kind of felt presences of spirits, and I've seen things, and I've had some pretty crazy experiences before I moved here, Um, and I've never really lived in one apartment long enough to stick around. Whenever stuff was happening, I just moved out. But this time, I've been living here for four years, and there have been lots and lots and lots of things happening um, on a daily basis, I would say. And now, I've kind of gotten used to it. I don't know if, if it's just one ghost or many or things just passing through um but i definitely believe in energy and spirits and things that have been left behind um so some examples are um the cupboard doors opening on their own they just open they don't close and especially one that has my um vitamins and things like that they tend to fly off the shelf and fly down the the counter um (laughs) even my neighbors saw this happen once um the doors open again it seems to be a recurring theme of opening doors so the door to my children's room opens a lot and I close it every night and sometimes I'll walk by and it will just be open. Sometimes I've even shut it. I've heard it click and then immediately it opens in front of me and it's like getting frustrating now. Um, so yeah, I just really make sure the doors are closed at night and it's they often open. They end up being open somehow. Um, the other thing is we hear footsteps. We have stairs and we have like a hallway upstairs. And I I think once a month at least I hear somebody coming up the stairs in the middle of the night. It really sounds like someone's there. And then I, you know, I'll get up and look and no one's there. Um, Now I don't even get up. I'm just like, oh, somebody's coming up the stairs. And same thing up in our hallway. We have very creaky floors. It's old. It's wood. Okay, the other freaky thing, there's a a mat that is in my bedroom that lives or doesn't live. 
in a corner um, by my closet. Also, the closet door pops open all the time. And I've now shut it and piled stuff in front of it to keep it closed because I get very bad feeling from the closet. And that's that's the corner where I see a big sort of black shadowy blob. And it kind of goes from there. It goes along the wall and back to that corner. Um, and in the kids used to be in that bedroom, and they used to wake up. My son used to wake up screaming, pointing at that corner, saying, ghost, there's a ghost. And I just gave up and moved bedrooms, and so now I'm in that bedroom. And I told the ghost, stay the fuck away from my kids. So I think that their room is okay now other than the door popping open. Um, but the kids still kind of get scared of the door area, kind of near the, the hallway where I hear the creaky things. So there could be something going back and forth from their stairs. Kitchen, I hear kitchen noises at night when I know nobody's there. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. And my neighbor... I asked her if she has anything because we share a wall, and she said basically the same kind of thing, like uh, not the stairs, but I think the uh, the hallway creaking and footsteps. So that's it. And if I think of anything else, I'll call back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. End of message. Holy Mother of God, Megan. Dude. Dude. Megan. Dude. A black shadowy blob. I don't ever want to hear about that goes shadowy, dark shadowy masses. No thanks. No, it it go it goes along the wall. Hearing things that are not there. No. God. All right. Well, um, Megan. Okay. Yeah. You need to please. Can we sit down with you? Can we talk to you? We need to talk about this more together. Yeah. Yes, we will be reaching out to you, Megan. Yes. Thank you for your voicemails, though. Seriously. Oh, my God. I'm really happy to have scare mails to play for people. I know. I know right? that you keep saying my voice is so nice, but I like hearing other people's voices. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, you do edit it. So, yeah. you know, and here's the thing. If you call us and you go over, it's perfectly okay for you to call us back again that's right and continue with your thing the only thing that i would say is to make my life easier uh when you call back just be like okay part two so i know and if you call back again okay part three just so i have it at the top so that i don't like have to listen to another three minutes to figure out which part of the story goes where um but yeah let us know as much or as little as you want for sure and if you call like we're not going to call everybody and be like hey come be an interview um so if you just have a little thing you want to tell us that's fine too don't feel like you're gonna have to be a guest and do a whole thing yeah don't feel pressure no pressure tell us a bunch of shit so thank you sarah thank you rachel and thank you megan oh my goodness this has been very informative thank you joy for taking these 15 hours that we have been recording today and it has been 84 years it, and putting them together in uh, <laughs> in in a listenable format that people won't be like is this wait is this an audiobook what chapter am i on mm-hmm. 
Um, right, let's get to it. Gratitudes, what are you grateful for? Oh, wait, for? before, oh, wait. before, hang on. Oh, I yeah. just want to, again, I, real quick. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, two, six, six, six. Call us. Okay, now go ahead. What are you grateful for? Um, dang, oh, you got me back. Okay, I am grateful <laughs> because, so here's the thing. Okay, I've been thinking about why am I into spooky things? Why do I love spooky things? Why have mm. I loved spooky things since I was a child, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, uh, one of them I realized is, wait, actually, Joy, can you go first? Because I need to find the name of it. Uh, okay. What am I grateful for? Oh, you know what? Because it was the first thing back I didn't talk about it earlier. I'm really grateful that um, my family went to, we went on a family vacation over the summer and we went to Wisconsin for the oh. first time. It's the first time. I mean, I've driven through Wisconsin before, but like this was the first time I stayed there and like did stuff. We went to meet family on my side that I had never met before. And it was, I was totally nervous because, you know, like I hadn't met anybody before and I was like, ooh. Ooh, I wonder how this is going to go. It was amazing. It was the best, most typical, like fantastic family vacation that we could have had. Like I love that. we went to Wisconsin Dells, which is, um, if you took Niagara Falls and Las Vegas and like resorts and an amusement park and they all had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a fudge shop and like an old timey recreation photograph place. And there's also like a giant roller coaster. And one of the directions we had was literally turn left at the Trojan horse. Like it's, Oh my God. <laughs> but it's fantastic. So we did that. Uh, we stayed in Wisconsin rapids and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. I have like like ancestors from here. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so we had a really great time. So shout out to my Wisconsin family for welcoming us and showing us a good time. And we can't wait to go back. I love it. So that's what I'm grateful for. Also cheese curds, super fucking grateful for cheese curds. Uh, yeah. I love that. So good. I love that. <laughs> um, All right. Okay. What are you grateful for? Okay. I am grateful for I really need to find the name of this book, Joy. I'll just and wait. I'm just waiting. Me. It's fine. Can you wait? Okay. Go hang ahead. On. Hang on. Hold, please. Okay. I'm just going to have to talk about it another time. I'm, uh, well, I'll talk about it, but um, I can't remember the name. I'll find the name another time. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Driving me nuts now because now I want to get a copy of it. Okay. <clears throat> um. Okay. I'm grateful for this, I, it finally clicked mm. what prompted my fascination as a young child with ghosty. I mean, other than things happening. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, there was a book that I remember as a kid and in it, it had a picture of it, <laughs> had an actual photograph of someone who had spontaneously combusted. It was an old man that had fallen asleep in his armchair and the only thing left was like, his leg. His leg. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I remembered it because there is a podcast I love called Uncanny with Danny Robbins from the mm -hmm. UK. And he had an audiobook come out called Into the Uncanny. And I binged that shit. And oh. in it, he talked about that book. And I was, it was immediate light bulb 
like core memory moment of that's it that's <laughs> it and um and so yeah I that that's like I'm now I'm gonna try and find that book and one more thing from listening to that audiobook joy is that that combined with the other UFO stuff that's come out uh yeah, during yeah. our break I now have maybe changed my stance oh on it uh from the Mexican alien corpse cakes have changed your mind yep nailed it mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. It, it's I every time I know in past seasons when you've talked about it I'm like nope don't don't go don't want to do it but I now have theories and I'm now maybe coming to the other side see see it doesn't have to be like spooky Martian aliens and little green men it could be <gasps> people in hats and dusters traveling from other timelines i don't know man i've got some theories and i want to i want to discuss it with you this season like loki mm, yeah i like got i got theories. yeah i want to talk but about yeah. it too not just not in a way that's like here i totally believe this is it i just want to like imagine what could be because mm-hmm. it's fun to think about well, also, you know, learning about there's there are certain areas in the world, cities, geographical areas that have a significant amount of sightings compared to other ones. And um, yeah, so I'd really like to dive into that with you if possible. Oh, yeah, let's do it. We got it. All right. Well, shit. Welcome back to the residuals. Welcome back. In case, well, in case you uh, forgot what a shit show this was, actually, I'm I, no. I mean, like, you. I mean, like, well, welcome back because we're back. So, yeah. welcome back to season to to our show. We're here for season five. We're looking Cinque, to cinco. Comment se dice en français? Uh, deux, trois, quatre, cinq. Uh, cinq, cinq. I don't remember French anymore. Whatever. Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf. Itchni Sanchi Go. I don't remember. Welcome back. Um, and we look forward to uh, going on a journey of the paranormal with you this season. And uh, yeah, so until next time. Until next time. Oh, until next before. Until next time. Actually, if you have any ideas of like a residuals rendezvous where we could yeah, meet yeah, up yeah, and yeah. like itch, hang out, have coffee, trade stories, go on a ghost tour, whatever, shoot us a quick email or a voicemail. Um, But yes, until next time, sage your sofas. And don't be afraid of the dark. Bye. I will. Bye. Bye. Yes, because then we can ghost trauma bond and puke our stories at each other.